0: Now, here's your Auto Talk host, Brian Bowersock.
1: All right, folks, good morning and welcome to Auto Talk Radio. I'm your host, Brian Bowersock, In the house with me is my
2: co-host, Mr. Kevin Bowersock. Are you over there? Oh, yeah. What a beautiful day it is. Oh, here he goes. There there was a lot of traffic on the road this morning, which is good. I mean, people are getting out and doing things, right? Yeah, everything's busy again, which is good. Well, I mean, it is, but it's not. Why? (laughs) Well, because it was nice when, you know, the traffic slowed down a little bit. I mean... There was a little bit of goodness out of all this. <laughs> well, yeah, but uh financially
1: it was No, no, great. no. I, I'm not People... saying we want to go through it again. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't want to go through any of this again. <laughs> well, finally most of us aren't wearing masks, so there you go. Back to the, a little bit more normal. So, although like I said, I got yelled at at the bank. They they were having a mask thing still going on there. Right, right. It is what it is. So, uh, but uh, no, everybody else seems to be out and about, people getting things done, getting moving, getting back to normal a little bit more, and uh, uh, which is a great thing. So get your get your hoopty in and get it serviced. You know what a hoopty is, don't <laughs> yeah, you? Yeah,
2: <laughs> That's an old, old <laughs> name. Brendan's getting all upset. <laughs> Brandon's yeah, out yeah, there Googling it right now. He's too young.
3: The, yeah, we talked about this at the end of the last week's show yeah, correct. where it was a Cadillac, wasn't it?
1: Yes. They, yeah, That was they had nicknamed it. It's kind of a nickname for a car, though, your hoopty. So now that's the way I use it, at least. Right, right. Hop in your hoopty and get it going. So, yeah. I actually used to have a friend that used to say that to me all the time. She did. She'd be like, I'm going to take my hoopty out for a ride. So, so I was
2: like, well, there you go. So, is hoopty just a car, though? It's not a truck, right? So you wouldn't reference your truck as a hoopty, then? I'm just probably, asking. Probably not. Okay. I don't know. I got to keep up on all the slang stuff. You know, you gotta, I'm getting older, and I'm falling out of this. Falling out of the loop. <laughs> i'm 25 years old and i'm already falling out of all the terms <laughs> it's easy to do dude. you start opening that that like uh, urban dictionary
3: yes Woo! all the time and i'm mm-hmm. like what well, i don't even know what, like i thought tea was just a drink instead now it's about gossip and i i don't know anymore what <laughs> now,
1: now i'm really confused i don't know what you're talking about you never flipped that ur- urban dictionary open just to see what a word meant no there's some things i just don't need to know <laughs> oh yeah it's just ridiculous <laughs> yeah I'm, I'm good i'm good Anyway, all right, folks, uh, welcome to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Today, we're talking about servicing your vehicle and, you know, how important is it to, uh, to make sure that uh, um, you get it serviced at the right mileage and time and keep the fluids in good order and those kind of things. We're discussing that. But as always, we're happy to discuss anything automotive related. So you can give us a call here at 1-888-344-1170. That's 888 344 1170 um, is there any Urban Dictionary words uh, for car stuff? So what, you that's know that part of cracks me up about this stuff. Hoopy. I know, hoopie. but this is the
2: funny part. When I go back and read stuff like this, and I thought, you know, you're thinking a word just old school. Word means word, what Webster Dictionary says. Mm-hmm. But then you have this Urban Dictionary, just like uh, Brandon said, that T could mean this like totally opposite thing. So now you look back and go, when I was having the conversation with that person over there, they could have thought I was talking about a totally different thing.
1: Well, it depends on the context, obviously, you use the word in. When you're using it in a sentence, Can that, that's what directs on what it means without question or, or the meaning that you intend to use it for. Um, but, uh, yeah, so... You know what I'm meaning I'm intending to use it for when I say I'm going to go get jump in my hoopty and go for a ride. I'm going to take my car out for a ride. So <laughs> how do you like that? We're all down. <laughs> We're all down. Hop in the back. Let's right go up. for a ride. So it's a beautiful day. Cruise the boulevard. It is. And it's a beautiful day in San Diego to get your hoopty out and run down the coast. It's supposed to be warm and hot. And man, i tell you what, it's probably a beautiful day to get out and do some paddle boarding today and tomorrow and. Or, or kayaking, or whatever you do, or just walk up and down the boardwalk, because uh, it's going to be a beautiful weekend here in San Diego, for sure, oh. and hot. Oh, no doubt. And it's probably going to be a little busy, too, because
2: Father's Day is, it ha- is tomorrow.
1: tomorrow, yeah, tomorrow, yeah, yeah, Um. Yeah, so just a uh, reminder, make sure that uh, you've gotten your car service because uh, the heat is uh, tough on cars. Oh yeah,
2: it, the heat was pretty good this week too, huh?
1: Yeah, it's been warm. It's been, well, like in Escondido Inland and El Cajon and all that, I think like uh, almost 90 uh, or low 90s for sure. Uh, I saw several days on my phone uh, in Escondido, like 88, 92. Um, so the temperatures are getting up there. So um, we want to make sure we have your cooling system in good working order. I'd uh, Make sure that coolant's flushed out. We aren't leaking anything. We don't want any overheating, especially because you are taxing the motor when it's 90 degrees outside. Most of us are running our AC on our cars. Um, keeps us nice and cool inside there. And therefore, uh, uh, it does put a little harder work on the motor and the cooling system and everything else, for sure. Uh, let's, uh, oh, Brad. Good morning, Bruce. Good morning. You want want to talk about gas prices?
4: Well, I was scammed yesterday and it kind of burned me up. Oh, no. What happened? Well, uh, I was up in uh, uh, Civista and uh, uh, on Hacienda. Mm -hmm. I'm told I'm not supposed to mention the uh, service station's uh, name, so I won't. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Um, But it was uh, on Hacienda. In In Vista, be right around Emerald. <laughs> so uh, it's pretty specific, and uh, and it also is one of those stations where if you use a credit card or debit card, you have to cha- you're, They say it's an additional forty-five cent charge. No big deal. Uh, oh wow! And oh. there, yeah, been there, done that. It's it's typical. Uh, there's one brand that always does that. So getting back to what happened is uh, i I'm, I'm up there. Uh, uh, kind of uh, combining uh, trips, and uh, so I'm right there, and I look at this their the pricing out on the street on Hacienda, and it said uh, four dollars nine cents a gallon. Not not bad. Okay, so I I go in there and uh, I fill it up approximately maybe oh I'm saying fourteen gallons on this fill up, and uh, thinking it's four dollars nine cents, and so and then I look at the. Um, price on the gasoline per gallon and it, it's uh, it was four dollars and uh fifty nine cents whoa fifty and, cents more a gallon huh yes, and uh, so basically I was hosed six dollars and here 's how how they what they did that four dollars nine cents uh you know the laws law requires that they they posted that price so i uh, I thought I was going to pay that price, and what that, what it was is uh, it's uh, it was four dollars nine cents a gallon with a car wash. This is pretty weird with the car wash. <laughs> uh huh. And and so well, my car was clean, didn't need a wash anyway. So I, but anyway, I asked, well, what's the car wash? And they there was like three three different levels: seven, ten, and fifteen dollars. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> I just ate it, and it came to uh, about six dollars a gallon more through this particular station what I'm thinking is if this one station does this this particular brand and uh, if they had a car wash there Mm -hmm. maybe others were doing the same thing of this brand or maybe it was independently owned yeah I think I think a lot of those are independently owned that you're talking about but
1: it's uh, hard to say I mean but they could be sharing best practices (laughs) between the organization you know what I mean so it's hard to say I will say this like uh,
3: on gas prices you know they'll have like the smallest print possible to like try to get you to get in there so they'll show like 395 for gas and then like in the smallest print you'll say cash so
2: there could have been or like with a car with wash, car wash yeah. but
3: in like two at a size two font so you need like like binoculars to see that
2: hey wait a minute isn't this the same print that the credit card company's been using forever i tell you it's the same one <laughs>
4: so yeah uh, anyway it was maddening and uh i just uh i was hoping you, i could actually say the name but uh, y- you've probably figured it out by now oh, we you? know
1: exactly who you're talking about i'm sure all the listeners know too so uh but good uh, yeah good, good enough, enough good enough and so uh the point is bruce obviously to watch out for this without question yeah. yep Yeah. I mean, we appreciate it. that hey thanks for the call and uh uh let everybody know and uh you have a wonderful safe weekend have a great father's day if you're a father oh. if not still have yeah. a great father's day <laughs> same to you <laughs> thank you so much take care all right bye bye so good good point we see this happen a lot and obviously this is automotive related you got to put gas in your car um very important uh yeah some of the crazy stuff that uh people come up with or or as far as uh or places, but I do know a lot of those stations he's talking about are independently owned. That may just be that station doing it, so that's why I wouldn't, I don't really want to throw that on the brand
2: necessarily. But. Well, who knows what happened, anyways? Did it, did employee make a mistake and it didn't get changed over? No, I mean, no, I, they he asked them. They said if you get the car wash, you pay for a car wash seven
1: bucks, so it's a trade out,
2: you know. But I was talking about how are they at, I mean, I, I wasn't sure exactly how they were advertising that 50 cents that I. I so that's why I was wondering what well, the happened. the
1: sign says 409, and it's 459. I, that's if, my point. If, if somebody car- didn't,
2: like, jive everything together or whatever with a computer or whatever, I don't know. But you missed. He asked them. I, I know that. But they're <laughs> employees, dude. Not all of them know. I don't know. That doesn't mean the owner and the employees all had a meeting this morning. So you're going to err on the side of ignorance. <laughs> Great. Dude, you know what? I'm just telling you in this day and age. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I think?
1: <clears throat> I think the company set it up that way. That's what I it think. It could
2: be possible. I'm just... We just don't have proof yet. That's all I was trying to do is just give everybody the benefit of the doubt.
1: <laughs> I'm not doing that today. Not with, <laughs>
2: not, not with this.
1: Nope, nope. I'm believing that they uh, they uh, set it up. Anyway, moving on. 1-888-344-1170. one 344 uh, You're listening to Auto Talk Radio this morning. Uh, uh, um, join us. Call us. If you got anything automotive related, we're happy to discuss it with you. Um, and, uh... Um, uh talk about things sorry i just looked up at the tv and they're showing all these clips from all the people that got on airlines
2: that are getting in fistfights and everything terrible folks it's not a good. I- let's keep it together okay well first of all it's not a good idea to be in a fistfight and tube in the sky anyways i'm just saying okay so <laughs> tube in the sky in a fistfight it's not a good idea to be in a fistfight period let's not be doing that well so. no but i'm just saying you don't need to be adding to it <laughs> very true very true
1: all right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's eight eight one eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. Anything automotive related? Uh, Let's talk about fluids. Yeah. Have you ever tried to actually read your owner's manual on your vehicle? Yeah, but, it's pretty thick now. Yeah. Especially but, with all the things on a car that you can program, use, and do. <laughs> you
2: know what the funny thing is? I've read plenty of people's owner's manuals, but I don't think I've actually ever read my actual own my own owner's manual. Well, we normally by the time a- I get to my car, I've already read it. <laughs> Owner's manual on that car.
1: Well, we know how to service uh, cars anyway. I mean, and we don't read them. I, I mean, we look up the servicing in that. But your owner's manual kind of gives, a, it still has kind of a service schedule in it. Not as much as it used to, though, before, remember? Mm. Remember they used to really have a special service schedule for each car inside? No, you know?
2: and they made a lot of mistakes in those things on service options, too. Correct. I remember back in the day, too. So, Well, I think misprints was
1: kind of generic across... the brand but across all models which could obviously leave in or take out things that should be there well i mean you know so as if this stuff isn't confusing enough uh there's definitely always two different schedules for a vehicle minimal uh one is for a vehicle driven under normal conditions and another for severe but what exactly does this mean we keep asking each other so that's what we're going to get into here a bit a bit about uh we're just going to talk some differences between the two and, and living in San Diego, what what kind of uh, environment we actually live in and what kind of service schedule you should be going with. Give us a call, like I said, here, though, anything automotive-related, 344 1170 We're going to take our first break real quick. Uh, you're listening to Auto Talk Radio here on The Answer San Diego. And uh, K Praise, we'll be right back after these messages. All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. 1-888-344-1170. Brendan's waiting to take your calls. He's over there just smiling away. He loves getting up early on a Saturday morning. (laughs) He wouldn't know what to do if he didn't get to see us. (laughs) I'm Brendan. He's
2: taking a phone call right now. He's kind of busy. Or a nap, one of the two. (laughs) I know. (laughs) That
1: happens sometimes here. I'm just saying. Yeah, there, the music went away. Woo! All right, Good morning! <laughs> oh, jeez. 1-888-344-1170. 344 right, folks, I do want to remind you, Auto Talk Radio is brought to you by the West Automotive Group, which consists of West Escondido Automotive and Transmission at 2200 Auto Parkway in Escondido, AAA approved and star certified, taking care of folks up in North County for over 28 years now. Also, West El Cajon Automotive and Transmission, 844 North Johnson Avenue in El Cajon, AAA approved and smog certified, taking care of folks uh, out there in East County uh, for over eight years now. And West Kearney Mesa Automotive and Transmission, 8027 Balboa Avenue, uh, AAA approved and smog certified also, taking care of folks right there in Central San Diego for uh, over four years now. And uh, we have West Miramar Automotive and Transmission, 5726 Miramar Road and Eastgate Mall, AAA approved and star certified for over two years, taking care of folks over there and uh, the, here in the Golden Triangle. We're sitting in the Golden Triangle right now. We're just across the freeway from there. Um, all of us at the West Automotive Group, me, myself, my employees, and everybody come together to bring you Auto Talk Radio for one simple reason. We believe in the same philosophy, and that is we never put money ahead of people. Very important to us. Uh, take care of you like your family. Stop in to have your vehicle service and repair and find out what quality automotive service and repair is all about for sure. Uh, the West Automotive Group is also proud to offer we uh, no interest, uh, six months no interest for your vehicle service and repair needs. Get, get in or give us a call. We'll get you approved and get you one of the West Automotive Group cards. And it is six months no interest uh, when you need to get your car serviced or repaired. That does help on some of these, the bigger service and repairs or even smaller ones. You can just like whoosh, space them out stuff. Uh, also get in and take advantage of our CertiCare transmission diagnosis. If you think you're having a transmission problem or any problem, actually, we are uh, the technicians um, that I employ are the highest quality technicians in San Diego County for sure. Um, and uh, get in, get you diagnosed properly. We see way too many vehicles that are diagnosed improperly uh, and uh, repair has been done and it's cost the client money and it didn't fix the problem. So get in and have your vehicle serviced or repaired with us and checked out, and uh, we'll get to the bottom of what you have going on. Save you money in the long run. Best money ever spent, as I often say, is the money you spend on a qualified diagnosis with a quality technician at a qualified facility. So get in and get it diagnosed properly and save you money in the long run. Um, What else was I going to say here? We also offer uh, shuttle rides to and from work or home. And uh, uh, from all four locations. And also we have uh, low-cost rental vehicles available. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. From there, you can also check out uh, the Auto Man segments where I'm the Auto Man on the CW News. uh, uh, And also the Auto Man on Fox uh, uh, 5 here in San Diego News. Um, Check them all out. We post all the Auto Man segments uh, after uh, they are... um, um, Ran on the news uh, there on our YouTube channel, and you can get it right from westautomotivegroup.com. Click on the Auto Man, and it'll take you right over to that page. Um, also, Auto Talk Radio, where we put all of our radio segments uh, afterwards, or you can listen to them and grab the podcast from there. Or you can uh, uh, check out and get podcasts uh, from several places, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Pandora, Deezer, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio.com, my favorite one, and tune in. So, which is now Odyssey, right? Instead of, is that Odyssey.com? That's
3: right, with an A U D A C Y. Here we are confused. back at that Odyssey
1: thing again. <laughs> this is way we, too confusing. Every week friend. we talk about this. That's because it's too confusing. Just go with radio.com. Like you said, there's a redirect. It'll take you to where you need to go. So let's go with radio.com and tune in, of course. Uh but yes, uh check us out, uh dot You can see all about us and make appointments and all that stuff too. Um if you would like to email us anything related to the show, obviously, you can hit us up at autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. That's autotalk at westautomotivegroup.com. We always appreciate y'all joining us. 1-888-344-1170. That's 888-344-1170. Anything automotive related this morning. Uh, we are discussing service intervals and things like that for all your fluids and stuff. But before we get there, let's grab Audrey and Curney Mesa. Good morning, Audrey.
5: Good morning, Um, yeah, I have a 2003 Dodge Durango and um, it has been the best SUV I've ever owned in my life. I've only owned this one, but um, I've never had any problems with it ever. It runs like a uh, cream puff, like I like to say. Mm -hmm. But recently, um, I had a a couple of questions. I had had a uh, oil sensor changed back in another state Mm -hmm. before I came across the desert back to San Diego. And, um, I am dumbfounded by the fact that this oil sensor does not come on until you have no oil in the vehicle at all, and I don't understand that. What? Why would something be manufactured that does not come on until you are completely out of oil? I mean, that is like a dire situation, and that's the only time that it is. Uh, comes the indicator comes on. Yeah. Is that? Correct. That is so bizarre. I mean, I was, I had, there was no oil on the dipstick at all when this indicator light came on and I was just freaked out. I don't, I don't get it.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) and and so
5: you're on the low end and not completely dry to the bone. I mean, can you imagine being on a trip and then all of a sudden your indicator comes on? Well, you would check your oil levels before you left, of course, but,
1: you know. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, so unfortunately, we that's why we call—we actually call those idiot lights, to be honest with you. And the reason why is because yeah. by the time that light comes on, well, and it, the way it's set up, it, it's an on-off pressure switch. So when there's oil pressure, mm-hmm. the light's off because the pressure right. switch has got pressure to it. The, but obviously, to get the pressure switch to have no pressure to it, the light the then at that point, the light comes on, but uh there's no oil pressure, so therefore there's no oil flowing is the problem um so uh cars that have oil pressure gauges you can you can uh, um kind of regulate that a little more the oil pressure starts to drop, you see little things here and there. But, yeah, obviously the best way to stay on top of that with most vehicles is right. uh, checking oil regularly because it's yeah. just one of those things, unfortunately. Yes, and we see people that uh, – and I'm going to tell you right now, if that light comes on, the minute that light comes on, it's time to shut the vehicle down. Yeah, say, pull over. Yeah, now. now. Like, <laughs> na- yeah, like, yeah. like now. Yeah, I found, it out.
5: Yeah, I found <laughs> that out. I was just so thankful because I actually drove uh, to Tirasana after that light came on. And that was pretty dumb, but uh, somebody was watching over me, so I'm okay. Yeah. The other question I had real quick was my, my Durango is 2003, so it's 17 years old. Um, uh, Recently, too, again, and, and I had another mechanic tell me, you know, check your oil once a month because these older vehicles burn up oil like crazy, and I have a coolant leak, too, which I cannot find the part for. So it's I've just been running with water just for a couple of days until I find this part, mm-hmm. and uh, they no longer manufacture it and uh it's the upper uh coolant hose connector that goes down into the block i need that i can't find it anywhere but anyways um
1: what which i'm sorry what what is it again say again
5: it's the upper hose connector okay uh it's the, the aluminum part that goes down into the block. It's kind of a long piece.
2: You know, I know Chrysler's really good at discontinuing parts like after seven years, but there are a lot of companies out there that are aftermarket companies that do supply uh, because Chrysler, when they were making their plastic parts for the cooling system to make the car lighter for fuel reasons, obviously, um, but they mm-hmm. do they do make aftermarket. There's a lot of companies out there that make aftermarket parts, so there probably is somebody out there that does make the part for that for that car. Yeah, so what I did, need
5: it back cuz I'm running on water uh and um
2: Yeah, we don't want to do I that
1: did, for long.
5: Yeah. Cuz it's just spraying out of the top. They had kind of fixed it at the dealership, but it blew. So um but the I've, the question I had was about the oil again was um I was 5 quarts low. Mhm. And I've I've been just going through a lot lately, so I hadn't checked the oil, and I've been checking it once a month, like they told me, and I hadn't. And I had an oil change in December at the dealership, Mm -hmm. and I was five quarts low.
1: Hmm.
5: And I'm like, where is this oil going? I have no leaks. I had a recent oil change in December. Is Um,
1: is this the first time you've had this problem?
5: uh Uh-huh.
1: Yeah, so what I would do right now is monitor... Your oil levels. You know, there is another thing. Either, either the car started burning oil, or there there is a possibility that uh, all the oil wasn't put back in the car when you got an oil change.
5: That's what I was thinking too yesterday. I'm like, oh my god, because what was on the dipstick was pretty dark, and I'm thinking if I just had an oil change in December, I hardly drive this truck at all.
1: So this is what I would. This is what I would do. Every thousand miles, check the oil Mm -hmm. and and verify. Like if it's you know you know it's full right now, right? So it's mm-hmm. service uh, where you're starting at. So check the oil every thousand miles and 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 verify, am I losing any oil? If you get through, uh, uh, you know, three to five thousand miles and you don't lose any oil, then 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 my eyebrows going to go up because uh, the car's they not burning or some, something went wrong somewhere with your service. Correct. That's what I would say. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Or, it
5: shouldn't the, be that black right after six months. You and I would s- hardly
1: drive it. not, yeah, yeah. So, how, did you get the oil changed again? Has it just been changed again recently, or no?
5: No, they just added five quarts yesterday at oh, the home well, dealer.
1: Well, you stuff, got you, you but, got you got an oil change. You just did it without draining out the old oil. So
5: and <laughs> get an oil filter, yeah, yeah. Correct,
1: correct. Okay, so so I would monitor this as far as it goes. Like I said, at least every thousand miles, check the oil and see if you have to add any, and keep track of what you have to add if you do. And then from Mm -hmm. there, you'll make a determination like this vehicle either started burning oil all of a sudden, which everything starts at some point. So that's possible. Or there was a problem when the vehicle got serviced. It's got going to be one of the two because you're not seeing any oil leaking on the ground. Correct.
5: No, I have some seepage. They told me they they had climbed underneath it, you know, and and said, oh, yeah, you just have a little seepage here and there. But that's expectation, you know, after 17 years of of the vehicle but there was no leaks at all uh regarding oil
1: not enough to and, cause that not enough to have that kind of loss obviously it
5: is burning it is burning oil but i mean five quarts down uh, since december that makes me crazy so that means since december if they didn't add they drained it the oil out i only had i've been driving for six months with with just enough uh, engine oil in the engine to Oh, my God. That's so crazy. Yeah. That's, that's crazy.
1: Yeah. Well, like I said, I, I would start monitoring it so that you can obviously verify what's going on. Correct. Yes.
5: Yeah. I- if, they, if they freaking didn't ever, they drained it and they got busy doing the cooling thing and forgot to put oil back in it
2: yeah you okay. never know it is, it is possible i mean that's what i was thinking is what if they never changed if you never checked oil so you don't exactly know so what if they never even changed oil we don't even know that so that's a possibility too so therefore it, it
1: and and one thing i can tell you this when oil gets really old you know and it's been in uh mm-hmm. the, it thins out and it the car can faster. burn it easier pull it up past the ring so uh definitely uh let's monitor and figure out uh you know is is it using oil or not all right. Yeah,
5: if I ever in the future get an oil change, I'm checking the dipstick right away because, the, you know, that would have been the best thing to do in this case it's because an, now, an, I, like you said, I got to monitor it and figure out, did they never put oil in it or what?
1: Yeah, that's Thanks,
5: a, guys. That's so cool. Yeah, that oil sensor thing just drives me
1: nuts. I understand. I, I fully understand. <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening, and have yourself a wonderful, safe weekend. Let us know about that. Monitor the oil. Let me and give us a call back uh, in the future. Yeah, I
5: will because that's, that's very curious, and I take it to the dealership only because it's a you know it's a two year warranty parts and labor, and I've had you know some work done to the vehicle like rack and pin and things like that. But
1: yeah, so with the West Auto Motor Group that's our minimum warranty is two years, twenty four thousand miles nationwide. Also, Just, yeah,
5: I'm going to check you guys out. I seriously am because yeah, this is upsetting somewhat you know yeah, if, you'd if like
1: you'd like to hope that you could trust the people servicing your vehicle to make sure and put the the oil and all that back in so but unfortunately the reason we bring that I, up I is we've totally seen, seen it
5: my block and everything else i could have just been down without my my, my good friend here my vehicle
1: you could be that's <laughs> for sure that's for sure
5: okay.
1: all right y'all have a
5: great, great have a great weekend and thank you for being there i'm going to check you guys out you got it i appreciate that thanks, thanks for calling so us
1: have a great time okay. take care bye so there you go. You know, running a car low on oil is not good. So there's so there's a lot of things that there could be a lot of different issues here. So that's no, why I say yeah. you need to monitor the, the oil. Well, use I'm just, sure.
2: this is the thing. Honestly, in the end, this is what it all boils down to. Because even me, I mean, I, I've been going through some uh, with dealing with the doctors and stuff with some certain things. I got to kind of advocate for myself. Well, you know, the, the thing is, is even when you go to a thing like that, I mean, it's a good idea to check the dipstick afterwards. I mean, so it kind of all comes back on us in the, in the end. You know what I mean? Because even me, people looked at me and go, well, why didn't you do this? Because <laughs> I thought that they were taking, you know what I mean? But it's no different with the car deal. I should check my own oil, you know, once a week. Correct. Because it is, my, I am the operator. It's I'm like the captain of the boat, basically. So I need to check my tire pressure. I mean, there are certain things I need to check. Every time I actually technically get in the car, right? Well, you're not going to check your tire pressure every
1: time you get in the car. No, but... But it is good at least uh, monthly to check your tire pressure or walk around and look at your tires. If you get familiar with them, you can actually tell like, oh, that one looks like low. I really need to check
2: it. Well, that's what I meant. I didn't mean to actually get your tire pressure good, but even truckers, they walk around their truck. When they get out of their truck, they walk around their truck just to see if they see any tires coming low or something like that, you know, because that way... Once they get out on the road, they don't want to lose a tire on the road. I mean, well, correct, nobody does. I don't want nobody wants to be alongside the road. So, I, I mean, th- well that's sorry, but I was that's why I'm saying it's part of this is our advocate. We need to advocate for ourselves, too. Oh, for your car? Yes. <laughs> it can't think
1: for itself usually. Well, no. <laughs> All right, folks, give us a call 888 344 1170 That's 888-344-1170. We're going to take our last break here. You're listening to Auto Talk Radio on K-Praise, and the answer San Diego 1170. We'll be right back after these messages.
0: There's more Auto Talk education and empowerment on the way here on Auto Talk Radio. Get your automotive questions answered by the Auto Man. Here on Auto Talk Radio, Brian Bowersock, 888-344-1170. Now, here's more Auto Talk with Brian Bowersock.
1: All right, folks, welcome back to Auto Talk Radio. I so enjoy doing this show.
2: I know. This is a good... A lot I, of fun. Yeah, it's a good way to start Saturday morning. Me and
1: you were discussing a minute ago that... um uh, in relation to uh, Audrey's question, that, you know, some vehicles do have all kinds of different setups for monitoring the oil, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and we were discussing that during the break, me and you. And uh, um, so a lot of cars have just an idiot light, right? Yes. Yeah, and makes models depend. Hers was a 2003, I believe, right? That's, or 2001. Yeah, it was the early 2000. 2003 Durango. Yeah. That's so. Yeah. Most of those, uh, unless they had the gauge package and all that, they, they don't. They don't have some of these other things. But um, later model vehicles, like in some vehicles, only have the, like Cadillac, like and BMWs and Mercedes. They they have sensors that tell the life of the oil, and they tell they 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 actually just tell the oil level. So if the level gets low, it, it'll tell you the level, right? And some of them have a. A gauge and, and a light and then 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 have an oil level sensor. I mean, all these different cars have all different things now.
2: of a lot of them don't even like to put dipsticks in them anymore because they save money doing that. Well, that, not only that,
1: it also you have to bring your car in for service. Yes. Yeah, yeah. But um yeah, no, a lot especially a lot of the Germans went went to a lot of that. yes. Well, yes and yes, we yes. see a lot of transmissions these days. That that don't have dipsips, you fill them from the bottom. No, they put a plug in
2: there because yeah. they they want you to come back. Because if you, if if I drive back to the dealer and ask them, hey, can you check my oil for me? Then they're gonna, you know, then they can, hey, why I'm here? Why don't I go ahead and service the rest? I mean, it's a good reason to bring you back. You know what I mean? Well, not only that, just it's not. It, yeah, it makes it very difficult. To... Well, you got to go out of your way, but this is not. I mean, obviously, that's about them, not them. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know how to say that right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, it, it. Yeah, no. So, but the whole point is, is that it's just the way things are are made now, and for servicing in that. So, to service the train, you got to bring it back, and then also, as we know, the favorite question that we get from people all the time is like, "Oh, well, it's sealed. Nothing on your car is sealed. It's got when a it vent." Of servicing, yeah. Well,
2: transmissions, yeah. And, uh, well, so, even even power steering fluid and all that has a vent on the system. There's, it gets moisture in there. So, yeah, yeah. And dirt's going to collect from it going through the pump and the in the in the in the you know I I mean even like power steering, everything wears. It's metal
1: running on metal. We got planetaries running. Everything wears. So in doing so, the fluid picks up these contaminants, carries it through, which we talk about all the time, and therefore causes wear and tear and and everything else. So just like um, our bodies. Yep. Yep. (laughs) So anyway, uh, you could have a car that has an oil level sensor, has an oil. uh, uh, The cars now even tell you a lot of the cadillacs bmws like like how worn the oil is or they, they
2: might it also might tell you 50 percent, like full or 50 yeah. uh it needs to be changed and you know it's 50 percent use yeah
1: life that life is what they the light oil life uh on it is what they uh, uh do so yeah it's very interesting but we have all kinds of things with cars now but uh yeah here's the thing for sure a gauge is and the light the light will not come on until there is no pressure. And the gauge won't drop to zero till there is no no pressure. And and actually, so if the pump's working right and it, you have oil in the car enough for the pump to suck up, the oil pressure's going to be good. The
2: minute there's not oil for it to suck up, it's going to drop to zero <laughs> that quickly. So. This is the good news, though. The good news is normally the oil sensors are up on the top of the engine. Correct. And the top of the engine loses oil first. So even though the top of the engine may not get oil, at least... It is probably get getting a something. Pre warning, yeah, it's getting splash. Kind of right. like an old Briggs and Stratton motor. Although some of them,
1: <laughs> you know, some of these, uh, especially older cars, had them like right off the side of the oil pump where they were right there on the block. You know,
2: yeah, some of them did. Yeah, down there they. they but it, normally it was still above the crank level, though. Mm-hmm. So it, normally your crank was still getting oil. I mean, not. I, I, yeah. But I mean, obviously, you have. To, if you're on the middle of the freeway and all of a sudden your light comes on, you're doing. You're in the middle lane. You're doing 70 miles. Obviously, you have to get off the freeway, even if your lights on. It's not like you're just going to shut your car off right there. So, yeah, and mm. I, I want to say,
1: don't shut your car off right there. That's a bad. plan. Your life's no. more important than your car. So, exit the freeway safely and then shut your car. off. I'm
2: just saying, there's probably enough there just to get you off that
1: safely off the road. Let's hope so. All right, folks. One eight 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 three four four eleven seventy. It's eight eight eight. 3441170 anything automotive related we're here talking to you about apparently we're talking a lot about oil pressure today uh um, well oil
2: pressure is a good thing kind of like blood pressure you do need it <laughs>
1: <laughs> fluid pressures in your car are great you need them don't want them too high and don't want them too low uh so let's stand by to try to understand the difference between near, normal and severe service schedules uh uh Shorter recommended intervals between fluid changes apply if any of these rules. So here, here's really the deal. I got to be honest with you. If you're using full synthetic oil, like all the vehicles we service at the West Automotive Group, we only use full synthetic oil. We don't have, I don't, we don't have any conventional oil. We don't have any synthetic blends. We don't have. We 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 years ago went to full synthetic on everything.
2: Well, it's almost conventional motor oil is hard to run anymore because newer engines they they, they do they don't run like. We're running less coolant in them, so I'm going to say that it runs a little bit hotter. But the conventional oil can't handle what we... Put our cars through the day. You know what I'm saying? Well, almost all
1: cars, like a brand new car, if you buy, they come recommended synthetic blend. Yeah, a synthetic blend, though. We we don't even use well, a synthetic blend. We use full synthetic. That
2: synthetic that helps keep the hot spots though from running less coolant. And the I mean, it's just you know, it's ways that the manufacturers making the car lighter and this, and this and this and this. So, well, it
1: prevents the oil from also breaking down.
2: I yes, mean, that that's and
1: crystallizing all and the, all the things that happen to oil. Um, along the way, so as we know, it still picks up contaminants and all that, and and the byproducts of the combustion that blow past the rings get in the oil, so you still need to change the oil, because the acidic level comes up on it and stuff, and it will start to eat the babbit on the bearings and everything else if you leave dirty oil in there, and it just doesn't lubricate as well, so if your car is under 100,000 miles, oil change wise, 5,000 miles and you're using full synthetic is perfect. These crazy numbers like Cadillac and BMW and Mercedes came out with with oil life and stuff and they're running up to 10,000, 12,000 miles without changing oil. Got to tell you, if it's my car and I'm keeping it, I'm not running it 12,000 miles without changing the oil. There's just no way.
2: Well, first of all, the problem is the oil is that dirty at that point. It's going to blow by the rings just like, you know, the lady. It injet- Well, so and I was going to get to that. So Cadillac
1: went to a 10,000 oil change schedule um they've backed it back down now because they were putting motors in cars under warranty people were com- coming in with that there's no oil in the motor just like her because why the oil was in the car so long it starts to thin out when it gets all the combustible gases past the rings that come by and get involved in the oil and then you end up with these issues where it starts to ingest oil and pretty soon it ingests all the oil and then the motors out of oil and and they would say to people did you check your oil and they're like why would I check my oil? The car's got like 15,000 miles <laughs> on it. will run out of I, oil yeah, if you don't check it. Well, no, but the car's got... I just bought
2: a brand new car, you know? I mean, why would I check the oil? Well, you know what? Thing? It's no different for me because, like, when my kids were all in sports and stuff and working all the time, and, you know, you, I didn't always change my oil all the time when my kids were in that thing, but I... Shame on you. I had to make sure that I checked it all the time, though, because I knew it was getting dirty and it was going to blow by my ring, so...
1: the car's doing just... But the point that I'm making is a lot of consumers, you buy a brand new car in the first 50,000 miles you would suspect that the car is not ingesting oil uh but but they do they say the manufacturer says a 1,000 miles per quart is acceptable i don't think that's acceptable if i buy a brand new car and it eats 1,000 miles per quart i'm going to sell it and get a different car i'm telling you now that's my theory because I, that i think that's ridiculous i'm just telling you that's what they say I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying. And there are multiple cars we've talked about. Audi used to have a big problem. Subaru had, I don't know if they still do or not, had a big problem with ingesting oil. Hyundai. Hyundai's did, too. They did all that. So, all right, let's grab Carol real quick in Scripps Ranch. Good morning, Carol.
6: Good morning. I listen to you guys every morning, every Saturday, and enjoy it a lot. And I thought I'd call and ask if you have any uh, insight on my 1999 buick regal with 211 thousand miles and it's only getting about 14 miles per gallon it used to get uh oh around town or whatever 17 18 i'm not sure what what i could do to get better gas mileage
1: well let me i i got a simple one for you it's running well right no no check engine light nothing like that no misfires everything seems to be driving nice and good
6: well the check engine light did go on and, but it's off because I had the diagnostic uh, check and that turned it off.
1: Okay. Well, do you know what, why it was on for what, what had to be, was supposed to needed to be repaired? Was it, was there uh, a misfire or anything like that? Or do you know why?
6: No, I was just told that periodically, <clears throat> excuse me, it gets a misfire, but I've had, uh, I just had air conditioning, routine done and transmission, the routine stuff, um, Uh, So, I don't know.
1: Okay. Um, Well, no cars should periodically have a misfire. That's not a good thing. But let me ask you also another question. So, when was the last time that the Buick, how many miles since the Buick has had, um, like, tune components put on? Like, spark plugs replaced. I mean, are we getting up around 100,000 miles as far as since uh, the plugs? uh, Where where are we at with that?
6: Oh, yeah. I did the spark plugs and the wires maybe, uh, it's, it's not very long ago. Maybe, I don't drive it that much. Maybe... Uh, 5,000.
1: Okay. Well, that's, then those should be good. Uh, so the other thing I'm going to ask you about is have you ever done an induction? So how many miles are on this car?
6: 211,000.
1: Have you ever done an induction service on this car? What is that? (laughs) Okay. So a fuel induction service is a service that we run through down through the intake and that, and clean the carbon off the valves. See Uh see what happens, especially that high a mileage, the valves start to carbon up on top of them. And they can rob the vehicle of fuel mileage, and they can cause intermittent misfires Ah. on the vehicle also. So what happens is two things are working against you here. That carbon uh, actually absorbs fuel when running, so therefore lowers the fuel mileage. And the second thing is it can cause a lean condition intermittently, which causes those misfires, which makes fuel mileage even worse also. Um, an induction service on—we recommend it yearly on vehicles, uh, especially between fifteen and twenty thousand miles. So if you're not driving that much, you could probably get away with it every couple years. But my point is that strongly removes carbon off of valves and helps with this concern. Vehicles all idle better, they drive better, better fuel mileage, and and they they run better. Just plain and simple. So that's that's one thing that that I could think of. If you've never had it done, you probably. No, I
6: believe now that you mention it, uh, I had that done because I'm big on prevention, doing things ahead of time. Uh, so I'm. I think I've had that done because I remember thinking that uh, the it needs to be cleaned the engine uh, where the um, uh, the. The whole thing needs to be cleaned periodically, so I'm I think I've had that done.
1: Yeah, I would check into that to make sure because that okay. that's really important. Um, the other thing is at 200 some thousand miles, we get some valve wear. We get some the fuel mileage will start to decline on a vehicle over over mileage and age as it gets up there for sure. Uh, the, oh. uh, so I mean that 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 is the third thing I can add to this. You got anything you want to throw in there, Kevin? I,
2: you know, I'm just sitting here thinking 200 thousand miles, and don't get me wrong, I, I, this is typical. Mass airflow sensor and O2 sensors. They work At that, well, especially a mass airflow sensor. Two hundred thousand miles on it, it's got it's got to have rubber coating on it because they say that leading contamination of the mass airflow sensor is what small particles of of rubber. That there get you rubber. go. So you know there's a coating on that thing yeah, by the now. Hot, the hot wire on those gets uh, coated, like Kevin said, and can change
1: uh, the readings, which can affect the other thing that, like Kevin mentioned, the oxygen sensors. They yeah, get, I was thinking they I was get lazy. They well they yeah. get they get lazy is what happens and therefore they don't cross over keeping the uh, vehicle in fuel control as well as it used to and it can use fuel also. Are the O2 sensors original on the vehicle? Do you know?
6: Uh, I don't know, but I remember oxygen sensor talking about that a while ago. Is that a part you replaced?
1: Uh, you can replace it absolutely, and it it has to do with fuel control as long along with the mass air flow sensor. Which that ve- that vehicle has both of those for sure.
6: Okay, it seems to me when I was in the desert, uh, and I went to an AutoZone store, and he came out with his uh, a diagnostic check gadget, and he said something about oxygen sensor. Oh,
1: you had an oxygen sensor code, maybe. Well, it could be lazy, could be a heater on one. And by the way, they're that that they're not really diagnosing your vehicle. All they're doing is giving right. you giving you a code so that it's
6: right, right. It. And I'm aware of that I was just gotcha. with a. a Check engine light on my car and it bothered me and I wasn't sure what to do because my you know I wasn't home.
1: Understood. Understood. That yeah. makes sense. Then it's always good to get checked like that. So nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I mean, oxygen sensors they they can get uh, uh, what we call lazy. They right. don't They don't cross over and men, a good oxygen sensor has a crossover time uh, from high to low of less than hundred milliseconds. Uh, okay. so when we diagnose them we test them and check the stuff so uh, if we're having a fuel issue like this we often go in and check the oxygen sensor crossover time things like that if we got a lazy one it doesn't cross over fast enough and therefore it doesn't tell the computer to adjust the fuel uh, uh as far as that goes and th- to make it simple and and therefore the car can have different issues and not and use more fuel mileage so those are good things to, i mean uh, to have checked if you're uh, – and it needs to be done properly. Check. We also check the airflow of the mass airflow sensor, oxygen sensors, you know, especially if you've had all the other things done already. You said you did spark plugs and wires. You've done an induction service. Uh, if you've right. done that remove carbon and stuff, then it's time to look look at those other items for sure.
6: Okay, I will. And I'm, I'm down the street from uh, from your location on Miramar. And, okay. um uh, your guy there that uh, retired, I used to listen to him a lot. And how's he doing?
1: Dan's doing amazing. He lives over in Arizona. I talk to him and his wife, Debbie, all the time. So oh, good. I'll pass okay. it on that you said hi. Yeah, and, Carol and, uh, from
6: Script Ranch said hi to Dan. I,
1: I, will, let, I will let him know. And uh, uh, Kristen is the manager at, there at the uh, Miramar store. She's amazing. Uh, okay. She'll be more than happy to make sure you get taken care of.
6: Okay, thanks so much, Brian.
1: No problem. Take care. Love Have your a, program. Well, thank thanks you so much. You for being there. Thank you. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. Take care. Thank you. Carol. You too. Uh-huh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
2: So, g- great
1: questions for sure.
2: Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, every question today has been awesome. Yeah. I haven't had one. Of course, I don't think we've really had a bad question anyway, so, I mean. Amazing questions. Well, the thing is, is that's how you learn. you got to ask yeah. questions to learn. So. You, you do. I, I, ju- I just said that
1: because, remember, there's somebody that hates Oh, medicine. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I, no, I, Great I wouldn't, question. Great I wasn't
2: even taking that the wrong way, though. I was just thinking because... <laughs> To my friend out there that doesn't like it, great question. Great question. <laughs>
1: yes, great question. <laughs> Somebody said to us once, that said to me once, every question can't be a great question. Well, actually, um, it can. Well,
2: sometimes you got to ask the same question a couple times, too. I've I love questions. Because, Just you know, I forget one spot in the middle. I forget one spot. <laughs> well, let's spot. check it out, dude. A cookie, dude. Perfect example. Very simple. Very few ingredients. But if you leave one out, that cookie tastes like crap, don't it? So, there you go. I don't mm-hmm. eat I don't eat cookies. I'm sorry. If only radio had a
3: camera for us to see uh, Brian and I's faces when you made that analogy, it, it would have been Price. Dude, what's wrong with a
1: cookie? It's not the cookie. That it's the analogy. Said, it's your analogies you're using that we were like, where, where are we going with Auto Talk Radio? And, and now we're talking about cookies, and Kevin left the sugar out, so the cookie tastes terrible. Well, if you
2: leave one ingredient out of a motor, it ain't going to run well, dude.
1: I will go with you on that. Do not leave anything out of your motor when you're putting it back together. Bad plan, bad plan. All right, folks. So, we we were talking this morning, obviously, about uh, all different kinds of things and some great questions for sure. Um, I'm sure my friend will call and yell at Brendan now. But uh, all good. That's what Brendan's there for. So... um servicing fluids. It's just important to stay on a good schedule with them. Whether it's the, the engine oil, like I said, I strongly I have a, a new truck that I just purchased and I will I use full synthetic in and it and I will change the oil every 5000 miles. Put an eye on the truck, make sure that. I walk around, look at the tires. Although today's cars you don't really got to look at the tires because they'll tell you right away. They're really good at that if you have a tire pro- issue problem, right? <laughs> those lights come yes. on and They drive you crazy sometimes. But uh, the, I mean, so cars tire pressure is one of those great things now that you it stays right in there. They they have well, a very small <laughs> window and it'll flip a light for you.
2: Honestly, I'm I'm pretty sure though. As it, it, much there's probably a lot of gas saved in the United States per year with tire pressure being up. There's a ton saved. It it, it. less it, friction. You
1: know what I mean. Well, not <laughs> so, only that, in less less tire wear. Because yes. we all know when you run a tire... glove. Well, then, then you got to replace so, the tires yeah. earlier. So yeah, you, correct. Good point. So it, it saves you time and money. It's good and 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 all kinds of things: gas, tires, etc., and also other damage. Well, and
2: then there's more work on the engine too, because you got to dip into the throttle more to keep it moving at the same. Always very very true very true. So good stuff for sure.
1: All right, uh, well. I think we just, it's coming on almost, uh, hasn't it? The, the hour has flown by like, folks and we appreciate everybody joining us as always. Um, yeah. Thank you for joining auto talk radio. Thanks everybody for calling in this morning and be a part of it. Have a happy father's day. This is father's day weekend. So, uh, if you're a father, if not, if you're just a mom that acted as a father, some of us <laughs> had to, you know, do, do both ends of it when you're uh, bringing your children up, but, uh, whichever, everybody have a wonderful, safe weekend. Uh, definitely, keep the rubber side down and the shiny side up. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's the only <laughs> way to go, trust me. I know. Be careful out there, enjoy. It's going to be a amazing uh um uh weekend. Beautiful out here. Um pop said it's raining and thunderstorming
2: in the Midwest, glad I'm in San Diego. Hey, you know what? I, and I want to say it was two days, you know, I got out of bed. Donica goes, "It was out there cuz you know, we live close to Camp Pendleton." Yeah. I didn't even pay attention. She goes, it's raining and thundering out there. I thought Cam Pencilton was bombing over there. <laughs> interesting,
1: interesting. All right, everybody, be safe out there. Have an amazing weekend. Thanks for joining us here at Auto Talk Radio on The Answer, San Diego, 1170, and K Uh, We will be back next Saturday, as always. Check us out at westautomotivegroup.com. That's westautomotivegroup.com. Thanks again, and have an amazing weekend. Take care.